man, welcome to another episode of Unpopular Opinion. There you go, starting all smooth again. Bro, I don't know how else to do you it. You got your uh, Keith Sweat late night special voice on, dog. <laughs> you checking, ain't it? <laughs> we back. We back with another episode, and this is a special treat. We got a special guest, someone that's very dear to me, mm-hmm. and even dear to Drew. That's right. And we are just so excited for y'all to hear what she has to say. We're not going to give y'all no teasers, but just know that she's bringing that fire. And I would encourage you to listen all the way to the end. Because, you know, as time goes on, it gets gooder and gooder. It gets gooder and gooder. (laughs) So enjoy, y'all. What's good, my boy? We back. We back. We back like we never left. That's right. That's right. Another Friday, man. Listen. Another Friday. I feel like the oxygen in the room is being taken up by somebody else. Man, hey. This is it's a different Friday than what we used to. It's a different Friday than what we used to. Listen, I'm gonna tell y'all, this is a special episode. Um, I've been getting a lot of messages, um, and a lot of requests. Y'all been wanting real bad to hear from this person. And guess what, y'all? We delivered. DP. We might got something for y'all. We might. You know what I'm saying? My sister from another mister. You know what I mean? My my, my chocolate twin. You know what I'm hey, saying? Y'all. Goddess. Hey y'all. What's up, y'all? We got none other than the whites better have Mrs. Sarah Pullet. Hold on, I ain't never called you Mrs. before. Listen, name change. Hey, she got her MRS done. That's different. That's different. What's up, sis? What's up, bro? We here. I'm excited. I'm happy to be here. I'm actually kind of glad she's here. Mm-hmm. I know. No, not I know. You always glad when she's oh, in the room. Girl. Fun yeah. fact, y'all, we started in like I had the urge to cough, and I was very concerned. And I swallowed That's multiple times. Just now? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. I didn't want to go. Right, right. <laughs> I wish I would have saw my face, but um, we good. We, we good. good. I'm excited. We yeah. Man. Man, so you are our first guest. Yes. And when I tell you the people have been wanting to hear from you, I, I don't blame Dwight. The way he talks about you on on the cast is like as he should though. You know what I mean? Like as he should. He he reminds me oftentimes of uh, my boy Toby. Man, the way he talks about his wife and all his rap songs, like yeah. it, you know, it's it's not common. It's not common. Yeah. So, yeah. man, he done set the stage for you. He sure did, and I've tuned into all episodes, and so whenever I'm just like waiting to my wife, and I'm like. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I, I gotta interrupt y'all. I, y'all need to understand why I'm so happy right now. Um, because I've always wanted to be in purpose with my partner, with my best friend. And uh so this is kind of uh, emotional. And I think it's the start of something real fresh for us, just for her to be a part of something that I got going on. So mm. this is dope. This is dope, and I'm excited for her to be here. Um, why don't you introduce yourself? Okay, um, you know, I guess I'll run through the fun facts version of my life. Um, so again, uh, before I was Sarah Pullen, um, I was Sarah Latour. Um, Lotu, for those who are Haitian, okay? Come on. Um, I am Haitian, Sampusan, which means 100%. So both of my parents <laughs> are from uh, the island of Haiti. Uh, they came to America in 1985, so they've been here for almost you know, about 35 years. Mm. Um, so I was born and raised in Connecticut. 
um, 203CT. Um, yeah, I'm the youngest of three. So that dynamic has always been amazing and interesting. And I'm the oldest of four. Hold yeah, on, because so I, can, I can relate to you on being a baby. So like, what was that like growing up? That's why y'all get along. So That's what, that has to be what it is. <laughs> you know, we see everything. <laughs> everything. And we laugh at it all. Um, so yeah, it's like our juvenile, like we always, when there's something going on, I look for his gaze and he looks for mine and we're joking. So yeah, it's, it's just the inside thing. Um, but yeah, it was an interesting, so yeah, yeah, usually we're laughing at my honey, my, right. to be honest, but it's awesome. It's all good. Um, that that dynamic was was fun growing up. Um, my brother is seven years older than me, and my mm. sister is uh, four years older than me. Um, you know, you grow up and you think they're much older than you mm -hmm. until you become an adult. And you're like, we in the same front. Get mm -hmm. out of here. You my friend. Right. So we are really close today. They have kids. You know, I'm I'm that like uh, all star auntie. Um, but yeah, it was a great experience. I had a wonderful childhood. Um, always protected mm -hmm. all the things, but it, it got tough sometimes, right? Because and I will I'm sure we'll get into the weeds of whatever the topic is. Um, but it was tough along the lines of since I was the last child um well we've made mistakes so you can't make the same ones mm -hmm. or at least especially not in the same ways mm -hmm. and so that i think i internalized that and it was in my subconscious but it wasn't you know i never really it, it didn't make sense to me I, I i operated and moved in ways where i'm like well that's just how i am but mm -hmm. really it was something that was placed inside of me embedded in me to like you bet not Wow. You know what I'm saying you need to you need to do it this way. Yeah. Um. So th that that was kind of the pressures that I received. And then you always used to, you always told me when you tell the story that um your brother was like pops. Yeah. He basically mm -hmm. your brother and your sister raised mm -hmm. you. Not that your mom didn't raise you. Yeah. But yeah, they were an instrumental part. Can you go a little a little bit more in depth? Yeah. Oftentimes I especially my high school experience um, was like having two sets of parents. And so I say that in the sense where my parents, uh, they divorced my um, freshman year of high school. And um, after just uh, years of um, just back and forth um, in, in their marriage. And so they finally, you know, uh, called it, you know, quits essentially when I was a freshman, but my dad was still involved, um, you know, kind of at a distance for some time. And then eventually, he completely became absent. Um, I, I just, it, it mm. kind of, we just lost contact and he didn't reach out, nor did I. I was a child, I had lots going on. Um, I'm sure he had lots going on. Um, and so we had no contact to the extent that, remember I, I was living in Connecticut, yeah. um, but my parents divorced and I was still living with my mom. Um, but I did lots of things in the city my dad was living in, Stanford. Right. And my father's a city bus driver and so, um, ooh, I hope I don't get emotional, but, um, I, you know, it was to the extent where I would, I used to take the bus a lot. Like I, I'm a city girl. So I took the bus from city to city to see friends or to go to church. I went to church in Stanford all my life, French speaking Baptist church. A. Um, so, uh, I would see my dad like driving the bus and he would just drive past me. I, I, it's not that he saw, saw me. Or, I don't know if he ever really saw me. I never asked him, but I would see my dad drive and I would, and I, we didn't have a relationship anymore. We didn't talk. So mm -hmm. it was just me, you know, and I'm in high school. I'm still a child. And I see my dad drive past me. And that happened 
so often and i even had friends i saw your dad today um all these things it, it was it was really hurtful so i made some 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 wrong decisions i'll say in high school i was a good kid <laughs> um but i think that la the lack of guidance in that in that regard um definitely um impacted me and so that two sets of parents situation my brother stepped in um mm. heavily to be that male figure in my life that I needed. And so it often, it became a thing of like, I was like, dang, you my brother. But I always had so much respect for my brother and wanted to do make him proud. So when I did make, there's one particular thing I'm, I haven't, I'm, I'm remembering two particular incidents. Like I was like, do what you gotta do. Cause I needed that. I needed somebody to provide structure and put me in line. My mom had, it was no, to no fault of her own. She didn't, have the wherewithal to be everywhere all the time. Mm. And so, um, you know, I was getting into behaviors and things that I should not have been doing. And so my brother, you know, and sister were like, now we come home. And well, we, you know, you got to go a little bit more in detail. Well, I got, I got a question because um, in, in many ways, you know, I can relate to, I didn't know that about your upbringing as it relates to like your dad yeah. being, you know, absent and things of that nature. And Ooh, it's, it's different when like you can actually like see that like when you're yeah. running into that person in the city it hits yeah. a little different. Hit different how do you feel like those things shaped you to who you are today oh, well listen um i think it's one of the questions um that i, I kind of was reviewing on but it kind of talks about what catapulted me into what i do today so a little mm -hmm. back a little con like extra context um when my parents were going through the thick of their marriage essentially um my dad attempted suicide um so he attempted suicide and that i saw that i saw i saw it <laughs> i saw it with my own eyes um and to see that at i was in eighth grade okay and so that's not anything any child should be seeing and um and that definitely catapulted me into going into counseling mm -hmm. right because Black people, we already got stigmas around mental health, but Haitians, mm. it, it's just, you have to understand, there's another cultural aspect that's added. And I say that because, you know, oftentimes people are afraid to share things that they experience because, well, it's not my story to tell, but it's a part of my story because that's it right. impacted me. That's right. Um, and so I do share that. Mm. Um, when that happened, we never talked about it as a family, ever. Wow. He went into to the psychiatric ward in the hospital and when he came out, we celebrated him and we moved on with our lives. Wow. And that was not okay. <laughs> so I feel like, again, you know, you don't, you don't notice it, but it does something to you. And so those experiences, um, I think I didn't have low self-esteem or anything. Like I always thought I was popping. Let's be honest. Um, you know, any <laughs> of my friends listen on that. I was always really a part of like the cool kids crowd situation. Mm -hmm. I was, um, but I definitely lacked guidance and um, I was confused at different points of like who I, who I was. Mm. Um, I would be able to tell you flat out what kind of person I was, but sometimes my actions didn't match. It's like, mm. are you sure you know who you are? Um, and so I think that that's, that's how it impacted me. Um, I, I was a little confused identity wise. Um, so where did that rooted identity come from? Well, babe, you often say uh, father's grand identity, mm -hmm. right? And I didn't learn that until I met you. I, I didn't. Um, so that I think that's where that lack of identity came from, because where did I get it from? 
I, I didn't have, like, even when my dad was present, I love my father to death, but he could only give us what he had. And he didn't have, especially social, social emotional intelligence. No, not mm. there. Mm. As a, a girl, I need that. Absolutely. <laughs> but, but as a child, I need mm. that. I used to be afraid of him. His loud voice and deep voice to scare me. I was like, mm. <laughs> we didn't have a relationship really. Mm. You know, we, mm. we didn't have a heart to heart until I was in my 20s. Yeah. And I said, yo, we've we've not talked. Like, let's sit down and have a heart to heart. And, you know, that was after I did my work, the work that I needed to do to be able to have that conversation. I mm. become an adult, but he didn't initiate it. I did. That's but, important. Yeah. What That's does that work look like? Well, my life really changed when I went into my master's program. Um, not only did I learn how about counseling and the techniques that I needed to, to use to help students, but I learned about me. I learned about myself. And so I know we're going to get into a little bit more of like my journey, um, but yeah. it all connects. But it all connects. I'll just say that. Before meeting me, what season were you in and what were you coming from and entering into? Um, so before meeting you, I was uh, career focused. Um, I was coming out of a season of it's just me and Jesus. And I'll I'll explain that. Mm -hmm. I had been in a long term relationship almost 10 years, y'all. So <sighs> if, if, if I got family listening, if I got good friends listening, y'all know. Um, so I'm not going to get into that. But um, again, grew up together, mm. essentially, right? Uh, through middle school we were kind of dating here and there but like straight through high school straight through college wow um so for me there was no possibility of like being with anybody else mm -hmm. um but then i moved to boston in 2018 for my job as um a, a history teacher mm -hmm. um, for seventh and eighth grade and when i made that move um he essentially said you know he wanted to go on a break and we all know what that means <laughs> that means break up <laughs> so <laughs> honestly because what what does that mean and i wasn't right. far i was in boston and he was still in connecticut so anyways all that being said um we we had no contact so we were on break but there was no communication mm. and so that was an indicator that it's the end and so uh january 2019 comes around and we call officially call it quits and um, I find out that I'm moving to Nashville. I get my job. So it was divine timing. But mm. again, in that time that I was living in Boston with no communication, um, yeah, I felt some types of ways, right? Because I'm technically, for me, if we're on a break, you're still my person. That's, mm -hmm. uh, ladies, let's talk about it really quick. What is a break for real? A girl, I'm not going to, I'm just going to say overarching, he interpreted it as, I'm going to break to have fun. Mm. I interpret it as I'm going to, we're going to break to to readjust and realign. Mm. Um, so that's what happened. So I, I'm carrying myself. I'm being faithful, even on a break. And that wasn't the case on the other end. Mm. Um, so anyways, being faithful to myself, really into God. So I got involved with um, my church out there in Jubilee, uh, Boston, which is an amazing church um, headed by Pastor Matt Thompson. Um, I joined the worship team. This was me genuinely seeking God um, mm. for the first time. I didn't know him. Wow. I, did, I didn't know him. Yeah, no, I didn't know him. Um, and I hadn't been baptized. I was 25 years old. Mm. And um, through my walk in that year, um, I, got I got baptized by my home church in October of 2018. So um, mm. 
uh, yeah. And so that that just says a lot. And I remember going back to my home church and they say, why, they said, why now? Mm. You know, why now? Like all this time. And I'm like, it's, 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 not, it's time. It's time. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't have gotten there had I not had to walk it out alone. Yeah. I was doing it with people. And granted, and granted, we need to go together. Absolutely. We do. We need to go together. And I wasn't, when I say go alone, it was, Sarah, who are you really apart from this person? Because mm. we, we, him and I did life together. Apart from an intimate relationship. You know what I'm saying? Wow. I, I didn't know me. I didn't know who I was. I mean, that's 10 years. You know? <laughs> that's a long time. I didn't know me, time. and I didn't know me in Christ. For yeah. sure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So he, he, Christ, he gave me the opportunity to really seek him in, 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 in privacy, like for mm. real. And, and a shoot, man. My girl Kelly, I'm sure she's gonna listen to this. My girl Kelly. What's up, kids? Yeah, <laughs> Kelly Ray. Um, she'll tell you. I had just got baptized. She was present for that. And a week later, spiritual warfare. I didn't mm. even pick my Bible up. Yep. I didn't even yep. pick that. I said, Kel, every time I, I it's it's a weight to me. Mm-hmm. It's not freedom anymore. I don't know why. And I just got baptized. And I, Kelly is a crier. I'm a crier now. So, <laughs> baby, we we worked there. We worked to get here. Um, but she cried for me mm. um, because I, I didn't understand that I serve the God of grace and a God that's not all fire and brimstone and things mm-hmm. like that. I just I had been raised in that. Yeah. I didn't know the God she knew quote unquote right right, right. um and so again I, I walked i walked with people i did mm. but i had to get to know god for me so you you mentioned um getting the job here in nashville so during that time when you were you know actively pursuing christ was nashville like something that you were like that was on your radar that you were praying for like how did uh, what did that process look like real long story short um I had been three years already out of grad school. Mm. Nobody would hire me because I didn't have experience. Well, I don't have experience because no one will hire me. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> let's talk about it. Um, so I, they, but what they really wanted was Sarah, go get some teaching experience because a classroom is the heart of any school. Mm. So if you want to be a school counselor, we want to know that you know what a ca- classroom operates like. Wow. Bet. So I went and got that experience. Always wanted to work for Kip. Mm. KIPP is the Knowledge is Power program. They're a national organization. They're typically um, founded in really urban city schools. Um, Nashville was not on my radar, but my profile had been in the KIPP system for, uh, for years. Interesting. Ever since I, you know, um, ever since I graduated. I mean, I, I, I interviewed for KIPP Missouri, St. Louis, like random stuff because mm. I was willing to go anywhere. I didn't care. I wanted a job. Um, they actually reached out to me a recruiter reached out to me and said hey sarah your profile is still here and you know where are you now and we have a founding school count it wasn't just a it wasn't just coming it was a school where we're finishing up and we're building we have Brandon. a founding school council position wow. that we'd like for you to apply for they tell me around maybe late october i'm already planning to come to nashville in november for a conference with my job Mm. Your present job. My present job. My job at in Boston was already sending me to Nashville for a conference. Mm. Wow. Nashville just out of nowhere says, <laughs> hey, we want you. I said, hey, funny, I'm going to be in Nashville next month. Do you have an opportunity to meet with me? Yeah, come by the school. Bet. So mm. I'm at the conference with my colleagues and I'm like, y'all, I see y'all in a bit. I skip out on a couple of <laughs> As you should. And I visit the school. They meet me. We have a great time. They're like, yeah, we encourage you to apply. I apply. 
Um, they fly me out in January for an interview, January 16, 2019. January 17, 2019, I get a phone call from Nashville and I'm like, I'm prepared to hear that I didn't get the job at this point. Mm -hmm. I, I don't, you know, that's been the that's been the case. And they're like, fun fact, I'm 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 their first hire. So wow. Like, I was their first hire. Oh wow. Um, and she was like, No, we we need you on our team. Mm. My my boss love her to death, Nikki O. She has the best poker face. So I was like, oh, I didn't get that job. You know, <laughs> and, and but no, I got it. And that's that's just so phenomenal. So that was the season you were in. You were coming into a season of, you know, really getting rooted in your singleness um like fully single i learned to love my own company i never liked it I never you never liked, liked your own company mm -mm. talk mm -hmm. about that i didn't um i was raised in a household with really you know lots of family and so ask my sister <laughs> whenever she's had to drop me off somewhere new can you stay for like another week <laughs> and so like my sister will stay my mom will say i'm spoiled i'm not gonna lie you know that, young, but i am and so my family has extended i don't come for us like that bro i mean Andy. they do the most and so like even when i moved to tennessee that was the furthest i've ever lived and my mom and sister stayed with me i think another week mm. and when my mom had to leave she bawled <laughs> Whoa, my mom's like, my mom's always got emotional, but she was like, she's never been this far. I'm like, what the heck? I'm 25. <laughs> but that was really touching. Like, it just, it just says a lot about like just my, me and my family's journey. Um, and so, yeah, I, I learned to love my own company to, okay. to the point where like, nah, I ain't trying to chill. Like, I'm no, trying to go no. home. I'm trying to go home and yeah. cook. Like, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm excited to go home and cook and, and learn things. Yeah. An individual. And an yes, yes, so yes. You were embracing, you were in full single mode. Like, Boom. You enjoyed Child, it. Child, I went on two dates. That's mm, it's not for me. <laughs> <laughs> After That's that breakup, funny. I went on two dates with two. One, one person, I was like, it was one. Guys, I'm sorry. I'm, let's be, we were transparent and honest here, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> went, went to an event. It was my roommate's boyfriend's roommate. We was all there. He looked good. I was no intoxicated. I said, okay, I'm a... When I was... <laughs> if y'all can see her face. Right. Maybe. <laughs> I said, this is what you look like. I, I, this is what you look I like with the lights on? I never knew what people talked about when they said, oh, we, I understand. That's hilarious. We was giving Yo. each other the eye. That's funny. Oh, <laughs> you like yo, with the yo, freshman year, when we would go to parties freshman year, and you know, it's dark in there, right? Yeah. We would always be like, hey, you got to go to Walmart or the 7-Eleven where the lights are bright to really see what's going on after you got somebody number. Yo, oh. I was pissed. Oh. I was and, and so I didn't want to be mean. And so yeah. Mika, my, my best friend, she walked me through the whole situation. I was like, this is not a date, right? It, was, it actually was my first date ever since I had broken. I was this is not a date. She's like, yes, it is. I'm like, no, we're just we're just hanging out. She's like, what the heck? She's like, he liked. I was like, no, I, please don't. Mika try to set you up. I was like, do not Mika say. It. I was so upset. I was like, don't say that. I was like, I'm, everything he did was like. I was like, I didn't know I was this girl. That's hilarious. But I was just like, no. Anyways, that's the sidebar. I say that to say, like, that was me stepping out of my comfort zone. Even mm. when I did those things, I felt like I felt like I was betraying him. Mm. We weren't even together. So that soul tie was still breaking. Wow. When I met him. Yeah, what made you say yes to uh that's, I'm, oh yellow right I'm, here? Don't do that. <laughs> this ain't that. Hey, cause he had no facial hair back then. 
Calm down. What are you doing? Oh, not right now. He acting brand new because of his post on Instagram. <laughs> relax, relax, relax. The okay. the Sorry, y'all. Um, back to it. Yeah, uh, it was there was a lot to learn, um, and I learned to like love my own company. Um, and then there was another piece you brought up, but essentially, that's what I'm saying. Well, that that brings me to my next question: is going into the future, you know if marriage was at all an option for you yeah. at that time, what were some things that you were not going to tolerate going into the next relationship? And if you could be very specific, that'd be great. Oh, okay. Give me a second because, you know, I, I, I went through a lot of, um, I went through healing and then I went through sometimes healing, uh, like sometimes a byproduct of healing is forgetting. I'm going to be mm. honest. Right. Um, to the extent that and when I say forgetting, I mean, like, you don't hold that person hostage to what they did um, to you. That's really when you're free, because I can't even recount some of the things that hurt me. Wow. Yo, I can't. Oh, that's deep. I'm, it's true, though. I can't I can't recount. I'm so far removed. And and I, I want people to I, I'm so excited. I hope the right people listen, because I feel like I, I know that there are many people who are. They're years behind the progress I've made. Mm -hmm. I think people are thinking, yeah, you got your breakthrough, girl. What? I'm married. This happened a long time ago. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. This happened. It actually happened in supernatural timing. Mm -hmm. um, it wasn't always easy. Um, but I did some healing to the extent that I can't recount what I felt. And I'm saying that because like, what was, what, what did, what was like a not, like, I don't want that. I'm like, man, I'm almost remembering all the good. Hmm. That's what I asked God to oh, regenerate my mind and remember. Wow. So that when you think of a past relationship, yeah. you consider the things that made it last. And that I told long. and I told him because it didn't last for 10 years for and, no I, and I told him. Hmm. And and actually it was a surprise to him. I think he believed that I was that ex, like ever, like many others, where his sins were ever present. Hmm. Oh, no, no. Absolutely shame. not. And that happened quick. That happened quick where I was like, mm -mm, that's not how I see you. You even posted something the other day about like praying for your ex. Man. You did. Man. Cause in, in so many I loved it because so many people said, why? I'm mm. And I'm like, no, that's funny. It is funny, right? <laughs> um, but it's not about that. It's not about the ex. It's not about that. Mm. It's about you. That's right. It's about you being humble. It's I, about I loved you. your description. Hey, make sure y'all follow this girl on Instagram. She be posting. She be dropping stuff. some gems. She be dropping some gems. Yeah. On both her platforms. Both of them to a cafe but <laughs> plug. like yeah and so i guess i guess it what it would be um i definitely wasn't going for somebody that said a lot and didn't do anything mm. um my brother calls it selling me dreams right my brother was <laughs> my brother, listen that was a sidebar my brother was not with that last one relationship he was like if you don't if my brother real real uh got the accent that new york accent if you don't do something i will like mm -hmm. real talk i don't mm -hmm. even know why you, i'm like okay like my brother's <laughs> very gets very worked up about his sisters mm -hmm. he's the oldest i mean as he, he just should. wants us as he should he just wants us in the best circumstance and i will buy into it i was for a long time um but that that piece of like selling somebody's dreams i mm -hmm. I, I believed everyone I, be, I I believe I, I believed the potential thing. So like, well, I know you can do it, you know. And and if you say that you can do it, well, I believe you. Mm. Um, and not to fast forward, but that's one of the things Dwight did not do. He didn't mm. sell me dreams. He actually 
you know, it's like he simultaneously spoke and 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 performed at the same time. So I believe you, mm. you know. Um, and so that was that was something I wasn't going for, you know. A lot of talk but no action. Nope, mm -hmm. nope. Love, love is a verb. That's right. That's right. Well, it, it's a verb, and so I was accepting a whole lot, like, and I was experiencing lots of disrespect, honestly. And you know, you From don't me? know. No, no, no. You know what you you don't know what you don't know, right? So if, if it's your again, that was my first serious relationship, my first everything. So nothing was wrong in my eyes. It's just like, well, well, you know, we're figuring it out. That's disrespectful. Mm. That's disrespectful. Like, and not everybody in their first relationship has my experience but my experience was i was accepting things that was not okay mm -hmm. um and so i also wasn't going for somebody that um i think i realized this later on is that you know that can't express what really is going on you know so it's, it's just a whole bunch of lies you covering up mm -hmm. um no you got to keep it real mm -hmm. because that's a double life to me that's right that's that's a good point the single season is where you are embracing purpose to the fullest to the point where you're allowing God to show you where the opportunities are. And, you know, he that finds a wife finds a good thing, but honestly, I wasn't searching. I was just going to be aware of God was going to place it in front of me. And what he did was he showed me who you were and he showed me what his word says about the type of people that we should want in our lives. You know what I'm saying? And you fit the bill and I wanted to build that with you. And so if you were looking for anything in the season of singleness, what were you looking for? What what was the thing that made you say? Yeah. OK. Yeah. Um, that's a good way of framing it. <clears throat> um, given the fact that I wasn't looking for anything um, per se, it was kind of like a you learn as you go. And I am that kind of learner. We can talk all day, but I need to do it. And so it was me like, yeah, we met and our stories, whatever it is. Uh, the people have probably heard it several times in several ways. Um, but it was like, I need a friend. Mm -hmm. I need a friend. I need a friend. And, and that's how we connected. Um, I didn't know what I was looking for until God revealed to me what I needed. And that, and that was like, that was security. That was a friend. My last relationship, so he are, wasn't a friend. Are you saying that security is found in friendship? Absolutely. Absolutely. So like, if you are, and I always tell people that, I tell my girls that they know you find a friend first. No, for real. Like you find a friend. If I can't, I remember y'all, I, I, when I first met him and we started talking, Child, I thought I was gonna, I was something was gonna be wrong with me for What I mean by that is because I was so excited. I had mixed emotions. I was excited. I cried, um, but not even out of excitement. I cried out of out of fear, and um, I just had to. But I had to. Well, I had to trust that God had us meet and connect in the way that we did on purpose. And because I had that walk, I had walked with God mm -hmm. and I trusted him and he's shown himself to be faithful. I was like, yeah, I know I'm scared. I know I feel all types of ways, but this, because it wasn't forced, this gotta be you. Mm -hmm. So let's, let's do this. Let's walk this out. So mm -hmm. that's what I was looking for. That's what I needed. I needed friendship and there is security in friendship. If we can, if we can connect as friends and experience life as friends, if it, if it builds beyond that, I mean, you locked in. I would even venture to say 
that when we're looking for security in relationships, heterosexual relationships, uh, sister relationships, brother relationships, what we should be seeking is a friendship. Absolutely. That's the one thing that gives us the security that we need. You don't find that in romance. You don't find that in intimacy because you're vulnerable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But in friendship, there's this mutual vulnerability that's happening. And I think that's what we found very, very early on when mm-hmm. you share stories. <laughs> yeah. Um, earlier, you were talking a little bit about your ex. And I love the fact, I don't know if you guys caught it. I love the fact she didn't defame his character when talking about him. Mm-hmm. And then she even went on to say that the things that she remembers about that relationship are positive things. Yeah. And that's 10 years yeah. of positive things. Yeah. Um, I don't get insecure about that because that's the things that I had to grow to do as well. Sarah was a big part of me understanding what forgiveness and reconciliation is. Sarah is the reason why I even decided to reconcile with uh, the last girl that I dated. Um, Not just because she goes to my church, but because it was necessary for me to go forward in our marriage. For me to bring that into our marriage would be doing both of us a disservice. Uh, hold on. Uh, you know, I'm always check you. It was necessary for us to even get to marriage. That's right. Mm-hmm. She made that a non-negotiable. If that conversation wasn't had or if that wasn't. I'll propose. Yeah. Calm down. So speaking of proposing, propose. um, I kind of want to jump a little bit. Um, and we've heard his side of the story. Right. So I'm not going to ask you to repeat that. However, I am curious to know, like in both the proposal as well as the actual wedding like what was that experience like from your perspective what were you feeling oh well the proposal i was out well you know i was already i was i'm just (laughs) i'm very intuitive i know when something's gonna happen i'm sorry but i got played (laughs) i thought he was actually gonna propose on thanksgiving when we were back in Connecticut. yo (laughs) she wore a shirt say what did it say it said um uh, <laughs> it, it, it said, um, God was talking about me when he made a good thing. Yep. Probably it said it on the shirt. Yep. Y'all, she had her nails done. She had her hair My pressed. hair was pressed to the goats. I was ready. <laughs> I was in the bathroom, y'all. Face, full face I'm of like, makeup. We he just came, we just go into the living room. He said, <laughs> he said, y'all, he said who you getting cute for? I said, in my mind, I'm like, I was playing worship music. I was. <laughs> I'm weak. Y'all. Played. 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 Played didn't mm. even but the ring, mm. I had the ring with me. Anyways, <laughs> it, it, it didn't happen. So I say that to say when the I was I was caught off guard mm-hmm. with with the proposal. Um, very much so. Um, it was just a combination of a long time coming. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like um, independent of my last relationship, just like how again how faithful God is. Like yo. Yo, yo, yo. Like he really gives good gifts to his children. That's right. And man, I was in no rush to find a husband mm. because a lot of times, you know, people get out of long term relationships and they jump into the next one because right. again, it becomes this pacifier for them. And God was so gracious enough to allow me to walk out and be comfortable by myself mm-hmm. to the extent that when I met my husband, I said, well, okay, cool. He's a he's a friend. I always tell Dwight, I said, Dwight, I love you so much. And you know why? Like you, you're, you're so, I appreciate you so much for your character. Mm. I said, I wish people gave you more credit for, for that. They give you credit for how you look and they are, they're, they're, they're doing, giving you so less. That's a disservice to my husband because it is his character that I saw first. I saw what he looked like y'all. I Mm. saw what he looked like 
but that's not what, what got me talking to him. I did not care what somebody looked like. Coming out of what I came out of, walking when I was walking, mm-hmm. I didn't care. I was not looking for a husband. I was looking for a friend. Wow. And he was a friend to me. And, Wait, and could that's you where say that last part one more game? I wasn't looking for a husband. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize the weight. I that's wasn't a, looking for a husband. I was looking for a friend. Wow. You know, that is probably the most important statement of this episode. Um, well, amongst others. But <laughs> to look for a friend first, and we've talked about that, to look for a friend is the prerequisite to anything flourishing. It's the foundation of every relationship or future relationship or potential for a relationship. That is what we need to grapple onto. If we're not building a friendship and if we don't understand what that looks like and what it doesn't look like, then we are just repeating the same mistakes and hoping for different results. So that's really good. What were some of your non-negotiables and some of your desires when you met me? Um, well, definitely non-negotiable was um, that you can, you know, that you were a man of God, obviously. And we all know that the, the distinguishing uh, factor between a church boy and a man of God. Okay. I'm glad you said that because we just, never cleared that up. Let's we talk about with it. the whale. Um, <laughs> funny. We never cleared it up. Y'all remember that whale, right? <laughs> wow. I mean, and, and I remember one of my girls, Kelly Ray, once again, checking me about this, like, about my other, like my last relationship. Is he a man of God or is he a church boy? And I'm mm-hmm. like, no, he's a man of God. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> but, but that's so necessary. We need mm-hmm. to be able to decipher which, which one it well, is. What, what is a man of God to you? Well, a man of God is doing what he says he does, especially in Christ, right? So like, not living a double life. What I say about believers and Christians is that you better you better believe that your life is streamlined. And what that means is how you show up in the spaces where you should be a man of God, you better be like that in your household. Mm-hmm. You better be like that on your job. Mm-hmm. That's that's what a man of God or a, man, a woman of God is to me. No compromise. A per, a no compromise, a person whose character is streamlined in every setting that they go to. You don't switch up and 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 you're altered and you curtail your behavior to the environment. Mm-hmm. Ma'am, I'm going to walk into a room with light, as light, as the salt, and, and, and th- then you acquiesce to my presence. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to acquiesce to y'all. No. And so that's that's what a man of God is. And, and I was dealing with in the past a, a person that just became a chameleon and camouflaged wow. on every wall. That's wow. that's that. Ooh, so that's what I was. That's what I didn't want. Mm-hmm. That's so unattractive. What do you call it? That's uh, so unattractive. In Creole. Sumun. <laughs> Literally meaning on people. Mm. You just you just you in the mix. You. Mm-hmm. Stay in your freaking lane. You look mm. ridiculous. Mm. Like, granted, there's times to chop it up, and there's times to just be. You being all in the mix like that, and that's for that goes for everybody. Yo, chill. Mm-hmm. That that actually, it's like you see the people who are doing the most, and they're trying to latch on to the identities and personas of other people. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. A man of God, to a man of God, you know who you are. You come into a room. You stand, you know, I could just see it. I could just see the way you stand. And, and Dwight was, what? I was like, oh, oh, shoot. You already know how he walks. He's so extra. So he, extra. He's just, but I love how, even how he walks, like his back is straight. His head is up. Mm-hmm. Don't put your head down. Don't slouch. It's about posture, mm-hmm. right? How you carry yourself. 
You know, don't make yourself small. There's, there's certain things we do with our bodies that make us look small, like mm. stand up straight. Mm. And so you can just tell you can if you have this good discernment, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. And so those were the things that I, I identified in a man of God, like confidence wow. and, and, and you doing what you said mm-hmm. you do in your in your life matches in every setting. You Because I've seen you show up mm-hmm. in your relationship with Dwight, but also in your friendships. Yeah. And I think that you have a lot to offer um, in terms of like, it's it's a lot of value there. Yeah. And I think a lot of people can learn from the consistency, mm-hmm. um, the, the heart posture behind it. So I kind of want you to speak to that a little bit and just give a little, I guess, whatever your last thoughts are, like, Around friendships, essentially. Friendships, relationships, period. Just how you show up. So, I believe in, and I don't want to jump the gun here, but I believe in creating a safe and brave space simultaneously. Woo, hold on, huh? Say that again. I know. I'm not going to get into it, but I'm going to give you a quick. Mm-hmm. A safe space means that you have the opportunity and the space to share with me things without the need to defend yourself. Wow. That repercussions won't happen to you. I hope you listen to the end. A brave <sighs> space, though. A brave space means that we are we can engage in uncomfortable conversations and you're going to mm. have to really look at yourself and how you show up. Wow. That's how I operate in friendships. Mm. And I'm never going to change. And my best friend, Mika, she will, she, her and I is like you, is, is you and Dwight. Mm-hmm. Okay. We, no, we not, we not transparency and, 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 and what did y'all say? Transparency and vulnerability. Mm-hmm. We do it all. We do it all. Show up vulnerable. But then tell me how I can hold you accountable. Wow. Right? So, like, that's my approach. Come here. Know that you can come as you are. I am never judging my friends. I love them. Ebbs and flows, ups and downs. We've Mm -hmm. been through it. Right? But no, I'm going to call you up every time. Mm -hmm. I'm not calling you out. And I'm not going to call you in because that's enabling. I'm calling you up. Mm. There's a level we need to go. Right? So, again, transparency, sharing the things. But vulnerability, really getting into the nitty gritty. But what about accountability? Mm. And so I do it all. All the abilities. So, all I, the so I do it all. I do it all. And mm. my friends know that. And I think that that's what has kept me, um, well, that has given me friendships of a lifetime, essentially. Right? Mm-hmm. You got it. It's a certain type of person that that wants a friendship like mine. Mm. There's, I, I've lost people because it's just too much. It's true. I've lost people because it's too much. And that's okay, right? Mm-hmm. That's okay. I still love you. We are cool, but we don't do life together. But those I do life with, huh, it's a different standard. Hit different. Ooh. They already know what it is. They know I'm going to come at their necks with love. My mm-hmm. my superpower, <laughs> my superpower is leading with love. Yeah. To the extent that you won't even know I'm checking you because it's 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 with love. Mm-hmm. It's with love. I, and I believe that that's Christ. That is Christ's standard, right? Mm-hmm. That's Christ's standard to get you to reflect in such a way that, man, I don't even feel offended. I should really be asking myself this question, you know, even in the absence of Sarah. Sarah doesn't need. So that's and that's my push. Mm-hmm. I, I walk through it with them, but then I empower them. Do this by yourself. Go because I'm not with you every day. You can't be tethered to their progress. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and so it's it's a safe and brave space is essentially what I cultivate in friendships, knowing that you can come and tell me anything with the expectation that after our conversation, we have a plan. What is our plan? How are we going to move forward? Mm. 
how are we gonna move forward with a different with a different plan with it with a with a behavior with something that you can change your behavior and I can hold you accountable to yeah. it. We're not just sitting here for kikis and ha ha's because I don't been through it. We we done did that. Mm-hmm. We finna be thirty. <laughs> You ain't put the 30 ball out there, dang. We finna, no, we finna be 30. Yeah. Anyways, my younger friends, I still hold you to the same standard. Mm-hmm. You're going to be friends with me. You're going to get the real. You're going to get the real out of love. Mm-hmm. Out of love. And so, you know, to hear my friends, even from my wedding and the things that they experienced, but like in us just doing life together, it, it it's just, that's God. Mm-hmm. It's all glory to God. It's all glory to God for me to be have, to be able to have this like, the bandwidth mm-hmm. to be present for people in that in those ways. I don't know how I do it. That's so good. Listen, we're gonna we're gonna end it right there, but I think you really just set up, you know, what will be our part two. Um because mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's a really, really good topic. And if we had the time, my God, we would go there. But it's gonna happen, y'all. So y'all just yeah. wait on it and look forward to it. Sarah sis, it has been an absolute pleasure you guys. we are so glad that we finally had a chance at come on now why is he kissing me guys oh my god i'm so embarrassed That's my like baby. you guys nah, saw me listen <laughs> y'all better close your eyes ears <laughs> all that oh my god anyway Love we appreciate guys. y'all Love y'all we'll appreciate see y'all next y'all. time Y'all, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Unpopular Opinion. <laughs> we came for some of y'all. Shoot, she came for some of us. Mm-hmm. So the ladies needed it though. The ladies needed it. Like, cause we've been really coming for the fellas. Really yeah. both, but they needed to hear a different voice today. And I think she did a great job. My wife, Sarah, did a great she job. Did an amazing job. Of elaborating and being herself. Mm-hmm. Um Obviously, she's the extrovert in the relationship. Stop um, it. When she shows up, I get real quiet. All I can do <laughs> is ask questions. So, yeah, please, again, subscribe, share with your friends, leave a review. And we look forward to seeing y'all next time.